So this is a movie that you guys will like. I thought it was okay. Oh, baby, that was good. I am stupid. <laughs> I like to cook slop. Do you want to top that slop? Thought we were going to have fun here. Yes, queen. Down with guilty pleasures, up with pleasure pleasures. Did we talk you into... Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other and maybe even you into liking what they like. This week is Star Trek Strange New Worlds. My name is Jeff, and the first Star Trek movie I saw was Nemesis, and I saw it in theaters. My name is Jimmy, and my dad and I celebrate double cheeseburgers for Jesus Day. My name is Dan, and the first Star Trek movie I ever saw was First Contact, and I was sitting in my grandfather's dog bed. Okay, we. D- I guess you, we're doing Star Trek. I you just think of that right yeah. now? Oh, you riffed off mine. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Which is good because I'm running low on fun facts. So I was like, oh, good <laughs> job, Jeff. You gave me an idea. Where does a double cheeseburger tradition come from? Uh, so this is a bit sacrilegious, I'm afraid, for the sensitive viewers. Um, but We're viewing this podcast? <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, looking, but nothing's happening. So my dad and I used to always, like, my dad used to pick me up on weekends. They had joint custody, my parents. Um, Let's get more into that. How does that yeah. make you feel? <laughs> um, so for some reason, my dad always ended up picking me up on, like, Good Friday, and we always ended up at Burger King by accident. By accident? <laughs> yes, because it's like, oh, my God, it's Good Friday. We're accidentally eating cheeseburgers. And then we started making a tradition. Out That's of pretty. It. F- I was thinking yesterday I was trying to think of a fun fact that I was going to say today, but it doesn't make sense if you're listening in the future because today or yesterday was Good Friday. Yeah. I was like, thank God, because now exactly. all of the fast food places are going to get rid of their shitty fish sandwiches and they're finally <laughs> going to have some good deals that I could be like, yes, I will eat this thing that will make me diarrhea faster than the other thing that I usually eat here. Yeah. Jim, do you remember sitting in our grandfather's dog's dog bed to watch <laughs> yes. TV? Yes. And on New Street? Yes. You were very little, but yes. our grandfather had a dog named Candy that was like medium size. But when yeah. you're a kid, that dog bed looks so comfortable to it you. It does. And yeah. Like, have they have that for a long time. Have too. a seat in the kid couch. We're watching Star Trek. <laughs> it was on TV. And to my understanding, no one there was a fan of Star Trek. Like in our family, Jimmy's dad is probably like the only trekker. Right. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't involved in that. Yeah. My stepdad was. It was just Nobody on TV. It. And my grandfather was probably like, what are these aliens doing? Right. <laughs> First Contact is a good movie. It's yeah. one of the better ones. Yeah. Oh. Lucked we'll, out. We'll get into that next week. Yeah. Cool. We'll talk about it a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. So that's, those are our fun facts. The end. <laughs> This is the part of the episode where we're talking ourselves into things, or we're, we're talking about what we're talking ourselves into things. Yeah. We're, uh, it's a yeah. little fun segment that we do every week. We love it. Everybody loves it. It's the talk of the town. Yeah, exactly. Literally, I walk downtown and people are like, you're talking yourself into new moccasins, aren't you? <laughs> you're like, how did you know? And you look over and you just have comically large moccasins on your feet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As much leather as possible. They call yeah. me the leather daddy. Exactly. 
I've heard people call you that. <laughs> people for years, do call you that. Yeah. yeah. Usually only in certain locales. Yeah. yeah. Like dungeons. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. <laughs> uh, this week I have been talking myself into a computer program called Slack. Oh, you guys know what Slack I is? I do, but I like to do that off. Oh, I think fun. I actually talked about Slack on a much earlier episode. I don't know, but um, <laughs> so my company has been transitioning over to Slack. We just started this week, mm-hmm. and um, it's cool, man. I like it a lot. Were better you like, than Teams. were you like, hey, company, cut me some? Yeah, and then they handed it to Joel, me. Do you have any idea what he's talking about? I don't about? know what Slack is, but I know what Teams is, and it yeah. is the absolute worst it's technology Teams is the worst. that I've used yeah, in Teams my life. Teams is absolute trash. Uh, not a fan of it. Um, when so, I get a request and they're like, join the Teams meeting, I'm like, could I just hang myself instead? Yeah, exactly. I feel that. Um, so we've started transitioning over to Slack because we've acquired a couple of companies that use Slack, and my boss was like, yeah, it's just easier for everybody else to move over to Slack than everybody else to transition over to Teams, which is funny because when the company like started popping off, they were using Slack, which is kind of funny, and they moved over to Teams. That's so a weird it's like, choice. Yeah. So they went over from Slack to Teams back to Slack now. Um, the cool thing about Slack, though, is that you get to make your own emojis. Mm-hmm. Do you know about this at all, Jeff? I've never heard of Slack. You never even heard of it. In the context, yeah. quickly. In, in the context, I Slack assume yeah. it's a web meeting app, but yes. you still haven't said what it is, so Correct. I don't know. Yes, okay. I apologize. It's a web meeting app, but it also has like instant messaging capabilities. Right. It also has like you can create rooms. It's almost like Discord. It's every similar. other it's texting very app that to exists. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, has a feel that's kind of like Reddit. Like, you can create, yeah. like, rooms that are based around a topic and they're ongoing. And threads and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, it's very cool. I'm actually really enjoying it's it. It's like if someone knew what they wanted Teams to be, but then created a better version. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> um, but, yeah, we started making our own emojis. And, fellas, it is quite fun. Hmm. Um, we, we've just been memeing on it the entire time. We've, we've made literally like emojis of each individual that we work with or whatever and but it's quite you're fun. professional and they probably don't cross a line uh there's a couple that do borderline <laughs> I, I would say my last job the line would just be you're a cock now <laughs> sorry jim if that needs to be edited i don't no, know it doesn't a i'm rooster. gonna keep that yeah everybody a is a wiener you're yes. a wiener you're a wiener yes so yeah i that's like what, that I, that's what i've been talking myself like into that. Jeff, where are you talking yourself? Well, I have two that are kind of like techie, so I'm going to save those because I don't want to. I don't want this to be a tech episode. Techno overlords. This is Star Trek. We're going to be talking about technological romance. You don't remember that from Strong Bad Email? I have been talking myself into, and I just started, but I need to explore more canned vegetables. Oh, now hear me out. Everybody has. Canned vegetables are fine. I'm not talking about like corn or peas or like <laughs> um, cranberries. So like the state. What are you talking? about? I'm talking then? about things that I didn't know were popular or were even made <laughs> in cans. Wax beans. Things like that. Right. Spinach. Well, I, I knew about spinach. Well, I, I buy groceries for a living. It's my job. So right. I see a lot of things like your jobby job. I didn't know that there were this many varieties. I knew that there's a lot of beans, but like I didn't know that like. Uh, a shoehorn bean or whatever it's called like sells this much but anyway I'm at the store and I was like I want to get some canned vegetables because they're just so easy and I'm looking and then I saw this brand I don't even remember what the hell the name was it was collard greens and I was like I've never seen canned collard greens like completely made is that that brand that's marketed towards like 
like all soul food like they also do black eyed peas and stuff like yeah that. i think so i forgot the name of it um and i was like i'm gonna get this and like try it with some pork chops or something haven't opened it yet but the same day i was looking i was like there are so many different things like i like beats dan's a beat guy right you're a beat oh, boy yeah. Beat Jimmy, boy for life. Are you a beat boy? No. Oh, you <laughs> got like beats. give me your beats, boy. They yeah, feed yeah. my soul. Oh yeah. Um. So I I saw this this brand, and it looked appealing. It was a glass jar, so you could see through it. So not really canned. I'm sorry for misleading you. But they that had, is like, of a bit. Not to sound like a a dork, but that is a whole different ballpark. It is because but, the main downside to canned vegetables is like a tinny flavor, and that's not going to happen. I've never got a tinny jar. flavor from. Oh, wait till one. you try those collards, Jeff. It's like yeah. eating a nickel. We'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> but I got these beats and they were called Harvard style. And I was like, I don't know what this is. And I'm Boston. And I'm not going to Google it. I'm just going to buy them. Take a swing. Right. Dude, have you ever had Harvard style beats? No. They are absolutely fucking sorry, Jim. Ooh. Delicious. What is it? They're, it's just like. Uh, it's probably in sugar. It's it's a little bit sweeter and tangier. Yeah. And I, I tried a couple and I was like, I could eat this whole jar by itself plain. But then I got a salad. Dan, you're a salad boy, right? Yeah. You like to toss them? Sure. You like to eat them? <laughs> I like to chop them, too. You do like to chop them? Yeah. Uh, I put them in a salad. It am, it made the salad 50 times Are better. Are they pickled? Kind, kind of. They're like. Like a they're sweet in, and sour Yeah, sauce? they're like in, in a like saucy syrup. It's not like a thick sweet. It's like you're not our, eating candy. Our, it's still very beady, but there's just this like very sweet and tangy undertone. And when it mixed with the Caesar dressing and the cottage cheese. Oh, my God, dude. Are Harvard beets anything like Boston baked beans? Could be. No, they're nothing like that at <laughs> they're all. They're not in like a brown no. molasses. But, but I was just thinking, That'd I was like, weird. There's, there's so many different types of canned vegetables that I just am not aware of or that I just, yeah. I would rather, because I would rather get like frozen fresh, fresh veggie, yeah. but you're not going to find a lot of like fresh stuff or I'm not going to make my own Harvard beets because like I, I Googled it later. You could just like make the syrup and like yeah. cut them up and put them in there and boil them. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to buy a jar of them. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. I just don't agree with most canned vegetables because they're like canned. I understand why. <laughs> they're just like mushy and taste like metal yeah, and stuff. I, I understand the need for that. I just think I, we're I grew up not thinking I liked a lot of vegetables because my mom made canned vegetables. I grew up thinking I didn't like steak because my mom cooked it well done. Yeah, but that's my, bullshit. My grandmother right. always made frozen vegetables and a frozen pea compared to a canned pea oh, yeah. is like better. a different world. Yeah. Frozen is basically just fresh. <laughs> it's frozen at the peak of freshness. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. I like that one, Jeff. Thanks. Thanks, Dan. Dan. What are you talking yourself into? I'm talking myself into going, going to, to Cali, Cali. Oh, wow. Oh. Look at Dan. Dan's like, oh, COVID is not over, but it's mostly over. <laughs> Let me travel these here United well, States. Well, it's interesting that you bring up COVID because during the first year of COVID, during lockdown, before there was any... Um, you were planning these trips or a trip. Yeah. So before there was any... Uh, can't think of the word. What's the shot? The jab. Vaccine. Va yeah. Before there were the any vaccine. vaccines, I was like, you know what this year has made me realize? I am sick of staying at home all the time. Right. And... I'm spending a lot of money on stupid shit like buying Blu-rays all the time and buying albums all the time. And uh, I would give up some of that if I could travel more. <laughs> so uh, as Jeff referenced last year, I went to Seattle and Portland to visit a friend. 
about a month ago now. I went to New Orleans to, to explore with my sister and her friend. And uh, I got a very good friend back from like kindergarten who uh, lives in North Hollywood and has been wanting me to come out and visit. So I'm in the process of planning a trip, probably the end of September, early October for like a little bit less than a week, like four or five days somewhere. Nice. In there. That's cool. Yeah, what are you going to do when you're out there? Do you have any plans? There's a lot, a lot to yeah. do. There's so much. Don't do like when you go to New York City and you're like, I'll just see what I could find. Actually plans. Oh, I was so dude, much. I'm a planner. Like I had New Orleans down to a T. Yeah. Um, my friend Kaylin, shout out to Kaylin. Think she listens to the pod. She what lives up? out there. She's got a lot of stuff that she wants me to check out. I, uh, a couple people recommended uh, Griffith Observatory, so I want to check that out. Nice. I'm you sure know, there'll be a million food places. You know what's really funny? Yeah. When I went there, I think it's like five years now, maybe even longer the first time. I was like, I love it out here. I would love to live here because it's like. You know, I, I, I like the city settings, but I also like warmth and beaches. Yeah. I was like, I would love to live here. And my wife was like, I will not move out there. I don't want to move that far. <laughs> and then we went out there together and we, we really enjoyed it. And we, yeah, came that back. was like your de facto honeymoon, right? Kind of. Yeah. Mm. Just, you know, um, and then I was like, let's move there. And she's like, I really liked it, but I don't want to move there. And then fast forward a couple of years, we have a baby, we have a house, I have a good job. And she's like, I really want to move to California. And I was like, like not a great are time. Are you kidding me? Because I've been trying to get that for five years and now that's not happening. So Jeff, you got any quick recommendations? Not off the top of my head. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. I'm sure you know like a bunch of chili cheese dog places. <laughs> Pinks, yeah. Find the tour bus that he almost that. pooped on. That was real fun. Yeah. No, definitely go to Pinks. I mean, if you're looking for like some, I know about that some, one. That's like the pretty lady hot dog on the side. In and out. Yeah. Yeah. You got to I mean, you got to try the in and outs. Don't mess with Jack in the box. Try Del Taco. If you're looking for fast food, I mean, there's other food that's good. Jimmy and Jeff <laughs> recommendations are just food that's going to give you diarrhea. Yeah. Well, I, when I go to places, I try to go to places that you can't go to. Here. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So if that is a fast food place like in and out, you have to try in and out. I'm yeah. sure I will. But I'm also yeah. going to like it's look okay. into some higher end places, too. Yeah. For sure. Like the French Laundry, which I don't think is in business anymore. For sure. For, for sure. sure. I'm going to go for there. Sure, dude. dude, just just get, just get Mexican. Far off five. Pretty much anywhere you get Mexican is going to be good. Take the five to let's let's do an impression of an impression. It's like going fifty five on the five. <laughs> no, five. I was doing no. I get Californians. it. The Californians. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, I got it. PCH, bro. <laughs> Fit. Star Trek Strange New Worlds I is a show do, that's coming out. thought you were going to do Star Trek to the melody of Star Wars. Star, Star Trek. Trek. Nothing but Star Trek. <laughs> what do you guys know about this before I talk about it? I know that it is a uh, spinoff of Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Pike. Or yeah. Chris, was his first name Chris? I don't remember. Pike yes. is the captain. Yeah. You're, you're just like super calm. You know Chris. Yeah. My boy, my boy Chrissy over here. Chrissy? Damn, what do you know? Anything Nothing. Additional? I didn't even know that. Yeah, so Discovery Season 2. We talked about Star Trek Discovery several months ago. You can go and check out that episode. Um, there was, spoiler alert, some wibbly-wobbly uh, timely. Well, not really, because this is Discovery is a prequel, too. Yeah. Different spoiler. I think the time just works. It does just work. Yeah. So this is the the crew, like the captain of the Enterprise before uh, before our boy Kirk. 
This is the lineup from the original series pilot. Yeah. Christopher Pike and Pike, Spock. Number one and Spock. They're the main characters. Right. Um, and apparently they the were cage. so popular. Yes. They were so popular that they were like, let's do a spinoff series with this crew. So that's what Strange New Worlds mm-hmm. is. It's a spinoff to Discovery, which was a prequel to the original series, which is also a prequel to the original series. And is it in the Abrams verse? Or is it in? No, the it's in it's in the regular like TV universe. Okay. It's not Kelvin, if that's what you're asking. I also don't because it's try not Bruce to Greenwood. Care, yeah. I also don't try to care about like any of this making sense. Yeah. So yeah, no. this this is our first episode in Star Trek month. We haven't really talked about that. We did a Donald Glover month and Ninja Turtles month or series, whatever. It's mm-hmm. about a month long. We're just going to talk about um, four episodes of Star Trek. Um, in the Discovery episode, we talked about our introductions to Star Trek, so I don't want to, you know, be redundant or be a dead horse, so I just recommend going to listen to that episode as well. Right. Jimmy, um, place a link for that episode here in the audio file. <laughs> <laughs> but we are, all three of us are pretty casual Star Trek fans. Yes. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm a Trekkie, but I know more than, like, my wife who likes Discovery and that's it, mm. you know? That's fair. Um, yeah, we're like somewhere. We're like middle ground. We're, we've seen more than just like the J.J. Abrams movies. Right. right. And next week we'll get into like the movies because I haven't seen the original series, which is why we did that episode. Yeah. The original motion picture. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're like average, I would say. Yeah. yeah. We're average fans. But but I like Discovery and I like the characters um, and the actors who played them. So Strange New Worlds, we're recording this uh, a few weeks before it premieres. And I was thinking about maybe giving you some Discovery episodes, but I think we're just going to watch the first episode of Strange New Worlds. Yeah. So this was sort of my question. And maybe I don't know if you looked into it all, like on the Wikipedia or whatever, but I don't know about Jimmy, but I have not caught up on Discovery. Right. I have watched no. more than what we did in okay. our episode. Um, I think I'm almost done with season one, but I'm curious if there's things that I should know. Going I, well, I don't know how it's going to start. So that's why I'm like, I don't know. Because with season two. At the time of us recording this, it hasn't premiered yet. We yeah. right. And we don't get screeners yet, guys, just to go behind the Small spoilers. Scene. I mean, it's, it's not really a spoiler because it's kind of just like the trailer they put out for season two. Spock is in a place where he needs some help in season two of Discovery. So they're not really all together at first. And I don't. Right. Right. I, I don't. I can't give you all of Star Trek. Even Discovery where I two. was at in Star Trek Discovery season one, they were already making references to Spock and the relationship between Michael Burnham and Spock. Right. So, so it's obvious that they wanted to intro. Right. It Spock. is. So I, I think I think we'll be fine with just watching the pilot, not knowing what the pilot's going to. Ha- From what I've episode. heard, at least it's I've heard self-contained. I've heard Strange New Worlds is more of an episodic series, whereas Discovery is like the more ongoing. Right. That would make sense because the original series was very episodic, episodic and right. a lot of people had complaints about Discovery that it didn't feel like Star Trek because there was such a through storyline. Right. So I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Me um, too. I'll be talking to it or not. As I well. have seen the whole first season of Strange New Worlds. Really? Yeah, I'm a time traveler. Oh, cool. oh you just brought that up now. Yeah. I've known you for 20 years. I, you know, I didn't want to make a big thing about it. And like, you know, I like Doctor Who and Back to the Future and stuff. Well, and you just never said it. Yeah. You know how like people always say like if they could go back in time, they'd kill Hitler. Yeah. So I did that, but not with Hitler. Oh, who'd you kill? Uh, Javier Jadenpool. You don't know him because uh, I killed, you killed him. him. He was a baby. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. He was going to like, pff, dude. 
He was Hitler. Javier Jodenpool. Nine. Where, where is he from? Nine million Christians. Nine million Christians. Yeah. Wow. So you bad guy. Wow. Real bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, 1986. 1986? Yeah. So he was killing Christians like when I was born? Well, he would have been. He would have been. Yeah. But now he's not. I killed him in 1962 when he was just a little kid. Oh, so he was like in his 20s and he was he killed 9 million Christians by his 20s? His 30s, yeah. His 30s? Yeah. Oh, was he born in like 76 or, or uh, 56, I mean? Yeah, I don't remember when he was born. I found well, him on a playground. just saw him and he just... I knew like where he went him. to school, so I just went back and killed everyone at that school. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Are there any records of this mass killing? Oh yeah, but <laughs> he's from Antarctica, so you'd have to go there to so find the records. Is that Jaden Pool is an Antarctic name? Javier Jaden Pool, yeah. Jaden Pool, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And it's crazy that when you killed him, you still remembered like anything. I also because well, I you told afraid you guys that... I'm gonna have to go back and kill you all. That's cool. It's Please fine. do. But when you killed this him, audio I... recording is the only record. If you're listening to this, <laughs> Jeff and Jimmy are dead. Wow, that would be so cool. And I'm in the year 2680. 2680. What's yeah. going on in 2680? Um, we're not gonna live to see it, so you might as well just tell us. No, uh, guys. Spoiler alert: Global warming is real, and it's. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Oh. Oh, uh oh. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you can't. We live underground. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Ooh, like City of Ember, like yeah. punk rockers. Um, no, just more like really, really sad people. Oh, like mole people. Yeah, we're underground. We wear gas masks. Um, most of your life, you just eat sand. Oh. It's enriched. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad we won't live to see that, or tomorrow, because Dan's gonna kill us because we know about Javier Jaden Pool. Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna try and see if we can make it to Star Trek from there, and there were no through lines. No, not at all. The world was already done. Space is the final frontier. Year. <laughs> star date. 2132. I don't know what the star date actually is. Because I, I don't know how people translate those. But we're in uh, Big Bear, Montana. Bear bear something? We're all where great are we? science fiction begins. I think you are in Big Bear, Montana. Big Bear, Montana. We get to see Black Bolt with a beard. Yeah. Uh, Chris yeah, Chris Pike, same actor as okay. humans. Uh, yeah, more human than inhuman. <laughs> and he's uh, he's making nasties with another uh, captain. Uh, so yeah, you call it Star Trek is very <laughs> sexy. Yep. You get to see her back. Oh my god, the Puritans would burn Big Bear down. Just wait till next episode. Oh, da 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 da. So, yeah, uh, we're in a cabin. We're on Earth. I, again, I don't know star dates and I don't know if this takes place because, as we mentioned before, um, these characters, obviously, they're uh, like legendary Star Trek characters. We know Chris Pike from the original series. He's in a wheelchair and he's all burnt up and stuff. Yeah. You know um, Spock. He's you the do guy. You know Spock. You know number years. two. But these particular characters were in Discovery. 
and I haven't done much research on the show before it started, so I didn't know if it takes place uh, before or after their interaction with Discovery. We find oh, out it takes place after. Yeah, and we, I am not caught up to that point, so I spent the first twenty minutes of this show going, "What?" Yeah, so that's why I didn't know if I should give you guys Discovery episodes. I don't think you really need to see it. I think they explain enough later on. They yeah, might, they do enough. They do thing. spoil some stuff for Discovery, but sorry, Dan, it's been out for five years. You, oh, you I'm not upset it. about it. I, I, I agree with you. Once we get to the mission, none of that stuff matters. Right. right. But for the first, like, quarter of this episode, I was like, I have no clue for that. Well, I mean, me too, because I've seen it. I haven't seen it in a while, but I also didn't know where it was placed. So basically, Pike is like not having a good time no, with life right now. And no, you can tell that by his big it. gray beard. Yeah. When you don't feel good, you grow a beard. Yeah. Yeah. It's officially called the Letterman beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Or the now the pandemic beard, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that, that's comment. all I'm saying. You could. So, yeah, he's like hiding out in the snow and he's like, I'm never going to go on a starship again because bad horses. shit happened to this day. I only ride horses yeah. now. Five minutes later, he's on a starship. <laughs> yeah. I like how they call the communicator their phone. Like, yeah. that's just yeah. their phones now. Yeah, that kind of pissed me off. Also, I, <laughs> I uh, oh, you know what I'm going to say, Jeff? No, oh, but you're, so, you're just a dork. And I knew that it would piss off dorks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, what was also annoying about it is that my phone's mostly on silent, but when I work from home, I have to leave my phone on and just in case someone calls me. And I watched this while I was working from home, bad employee that I am. <laughs> and my text tone that I downloaded years ago on my first iTone is yeah. the communicator. So every time that happened in that show, I grabbed my phone twice. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, no, it happens a lot because in the first scene, they're calling him over and over again and he yeah. ignores the calls. And then later on, when they're on the mission, there's some communicator blips. Yeah. But uh, that's on you, Dan. It's no yeah. fault of the show. No, it was, it was good. Good natured fun. Um, so as Jeff alluded to, like they're trying to track him down and he's not answering his phone. Then he's riding his horse in the snow, as you do on yeah. the side of a mountain, because you're a real badass. And uh, a guy shows up in what do they call those? Like the little like a transport vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Transporter. It's an admiral. And just like lands right in front of him. And immediately I was like, yo, that horse is going to be spooked. And what's Pike's first words? You spooked my horse. And I was like, <laughs> good job. Cause honestly, I haven't been around a lot of horses, but what I know about horses is that in TV shows and movies, they do shit with horses that would never go over in real life. Yeah. I married a horse girl. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. You agree with me. Yeah. Most horses would get spooked by a car, let alone a flying vehicle. Oh, a lot of horses do not go on roads. Like you have to ride them in rural areas. Dan's like, I don't know much about horses, but a lot of horses. (laughs) Well, I I did work with a woman who owned horses, so I know a little bit from her. Horse trek the And I know that she would like train her horses by gradually exposing them to different sounds and experiences so that they don't get spooked. By the time they get to the Doja Cat level, man, you should see him drop it. Cool. <laughs> picture picture horse dancing to hip hop guys. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that was my joke. Um but what before so we we went right to Pike, but right before that yeah, uh, we hear a voiceover from number two about first contact and you see somebody from behind, like walking through the halls of what I presume to be NASA. And you're like, OK, this is a prequel, or like a military. Yeah, this is like setting up like the beginning of the Federation. But then the camera turns around. They're and aliens. aliens and they're uh, like, well, there's first contact. So you're seeing from 
the aliens perspective right. of the Federation being their first contact. I thought that was a Jeff, pretty cool twist. I'm about to blow your mind. Blow it, baby. In that situation, we're, we're the, the aliens. aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and so, then yeah. you see, go see Spock also doing the nasty. There's yeah, a lot of doing Spock the nasty. Spock got nasty. I like their date, too. They're sitting at this table that's so shiny, but they had already eaten. And they're like, we are on a date. Yes, we are. You didn't ask me any questions. I did ask you questions about logic and things like that. Yeah, I don't. I'm all for like sexiness in Star Trek. But when you're at the point where you're both so like regimented and logical that you're like quandary before every question, I don't think you're going to be making out in public. Sorry, quandary. that's just me. Are you in yet? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes. Thrust 6.2 millimeters to the left. This does the, feel good physically, but I cannot the, emote that. To the left, man. That's what she's Where does into. that go? Yeah, sideways. <laughs> Those Vulcans. You don't know how Vulcans work, Jim. <laughs> the Vulcanas. Vulcan, uh... What's not it? geometry. What? What's Anatomy? Yes, thank you. Wow. Think Vulcan the geometry. There's geometry involved for Vulcan sex. I'm yeah. almost positive. Okay. Well, anyways, um, Spock and that lady are doing the nasty... And um, he gets a call from Pike and Pike basically says, all right, we got to go back on the Enterprise. Yeah. What draws them back basically is that number one played by apparently Rebecca Romaine, who. Oh, yeah. I said number two because I was thinking about Austin Powers, yeah, which is very similar. Yeah. Uh, is supposed to be a big deal, I guess. If you watch yep. Discovery, yep. Uh, you'd be like, oh, wow, they got to go rescue Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I was just like, oh, that's Rebecca Romaine. Uh, <laughs> didn't so, know who she was yeah they get back together um, apparently like not only are Spock and Pike legacy characters but so is number one she appeared in, in an episode Correct. of the original yeah. series uh, I, I remember reading about it when Discovery came out because it was like a big deal and I didn't really know yeah so uh, apparently she was involved in the first contact with this alien race that we spoke about mm -hmm. didn't go well not great they decided to <laughs> capture prison. her and her crew yeah and uh, Pike and Spock are going to go break her out. And they get hooked up break her out. with a new temporary number one. I forgot her name. Tal so do Tal? I. No, Tal's from Discovery. She's got a pretty crazy name. But what as, I did as soon as as soon as she said her name, I said to my life, I was like, yeah, I ain't calling her that. And then he's like, you're number one. And I was like, that's a better name. Did you <laughs> notice anything about her name? It had apostrophes. Oh, so Jim, she might did be, you notice anything? She about might her name? be Klingon. Nope. She might be her first name, which is what they refer to her through the whole show, is Lan or Lan, something like that. Oh. But one time she mentions her full name, and her last name is Nunian Singh. Oh. Do you know what that is? I've heard the name, but I don't know whose whose last name is that. Khan. Nunian Singh. Oh, I did hear about that. So, very interesting choice. That's very specific. She's also, like, lived a hard backstory, and she seems to be pretty tough. Right. So, I did hear about this whole big thing. Could be an interesting relative of Khan Nunian Singh. Yeah. As soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, they're doing a thing. That might bear fruit in the future. Hope it's better than into darkness. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Jeff, is, I mean, this is a breakout mission. This yeah, episode. it sure is. And legacy characters, <coughs> let it out, Dan. Just let it all out. Four <laughs> years of coughing on a microphone. Just let it go. 
I did not know that Uhura was going to be in this. Neither did I. So he said that and she turns around. I was like, oh, shit, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, it's definitely it. the beginnings of um, the original series. Yeah, I mean, because you, know, you, you see the transition. You have Spock, you have right. Uhura. Yeah, and as you find out, if you're a fan of, like, the original series and uh, the... Uh, what's the word? I'm not doing good with words. You're though. really bad. Are you uh, having an aneurysm stroke? in yes. your brains? Well, uh, when they when they film something... Pilot. Thank you. It's oh, in the damn. pilot. The cage. Yeah. yeah, so the cage was supposed to be star trek yeah and this was basically the enterprise crew yeah so we find out like that makes sense that some of these characters would hold over i was wondering if we would get a bones but bones always seemed more like a kirk guy i'm sure kirk brought no i I forgot the doctor's name but i like the doctor on this one yeah he has like a more traditional african uh name they make reference to his history uh this rescue mission not doesn't go well it does not go well at all uh they they try to sneak in by like becoming that race kind of like temporarily right they get like gene therapy from christine chapel another legacy character yep. i've heard mm-hmm. that um and she's like hey this will work on you guys but might not work great on spock and they're like we'll wing it yeah <laughs> classic st- original oh, yeah. series star trek premise For sure, yeah like we can't have Spock stay on the ship. He's one of the main actors. We got to send him <laughs> to the planet. Yeah. Um. And so they go down there as predicted. It starts to wear off. Spock's ears pop out. Uh, classic antics ensue. Right. Uh, they basically are trying to fight their way out. Somehow uh, they're like, oh, we're going to stun these guys. And they're like, well, we can't just leave like bodies laying around. People will know they've been in. That part was really funny. They're like, we don't have time to hide the bodies. And yeah. I was like, that's real funny. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. they're like, uh, well, what should we do? Oh, just beam them up to the Enterprise and have them be sedated the whole time they're there. They won't remember it. Immediately, one of the guys wakes, wakes up, up and just starts running through the Enterprise in a way that I can only describe as when a toddler gets its diaper taken off. And runs around the house naked, and they're so happy and excited to be free. That's what oh, this guy yeah. looked like. They love doing that. Yeah, trust me. And then peeing all over the the bed and the books and the toys. And yeah, it happens. So, so this guy, uh, he's like breaking free. Love the scene of him. He winds up on a, uh, an elevator, which they have some fancy word for elevators on the Enterprise. Lift. Yeah. No, I thought they called them like <laughs> multi-level transport devices. Uh, he winds up on an elevator with a horror. And I love that she's like, because she's like so cool and like smart and she's like done research on their culture. She like calms him down by talking about a sport that his like people play. Mm-hmm. And he just like totally chills out. And then they stun him yeah. as soon as the doors open. But you, you find out these people that are in like a heated civil war and much like humanity, they are on track to kill themselves because they stole warp technology. Well, they, they got access to warp technology that they are weaponizing. Yeah. Apparently, Is this had something to do with something that happened in Star Trek Discovery. But what I can infer is that a wormhole yeah. to the future was opened up yes. near this planet. And it kind of caused multiple beacons. So people or races around the galaxy saw it and they were able to like leap forward in progress well yeah they reverse engineered somehow but instead (laughs) of creating a warp drive they created a warp bomb yes which sounds Mm -hmm. bad so then the woke ass culture that we're now living in they had they just had a show america and january (laughs) 6th and saying this is the beginning 
They're like, there were, there was this, and then there was this war, and then World War Three, and that's one of that. And you see uh, modern-day cities being destroyed, and that's what led to the creation of the Federation. That was awesome. I thought it was great. Yeah. It was an info dump. I don't think it was heavy-handed, really. But it that's was great. I understand science fiction. But I do have an, uh, a nit to pick. Pick them, baby. Does this series take place in the Kelvin universe? No. Nope. Because we just talked, or I'm a fan of Enterprise, and they are also a prequel. They're even further back than this. And I don't really remember any mention of this huge uh, nuclear war that eliminated, what Mm. did he say, 30% of the human population or something? Yeah. So, kind of feels like a retcon. I don't mind it. Maybe it it will be. I don't Uh, know. Thematically, I like uh, when Star Trek gives me a moral i think that's when star trek works best when it's an allegory for like right yeah for sure that's uh, all sci-fi morality tales yeah uh but yeah i had to smile i was like oh enterprise was about the war on terror and this is gonna be about uh i mean it is star trek though even though it's a prequel it's taking modern day events right you know this is very recent like yeah when when we saw actual footage from january 6th i was like damn that's like ripped from the headlines yep but also feels realistic. <laughs> like, there's a pretty good chance we might have a nuclear war soon, guys. Can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be dope. Yeah. Uh, that means that we'll be going to space soon. Yeah. So I welcome <laughs> That's it. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, quite a while. Like, <laughs> lifetimes after yeah, that. Maybe. We'll see. Um, Could be. But yeah, they basically say... So, here's what I want to boil down what this episode is really about to me. Which is the prime directive. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they're sitting down and the admirals just kind of like berating them. Like all the shit I had to go through to get you guys out of trouble after what you pulled on the discovery. And then all of this are like the Federation is making a rule about first contact. And it's called the prime directive. prime directive. And Pike is like, that'll never stick. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> love it, though. Yeah. Because this entire episode has been them like not doing the prime exactly, directive. Exactly. Doing yep. the opposite. Like they're like, they're like, oh, you guys want to fight? I got you face to face to do with your issues well i'm going to show up i'm the enterprise is going to show up yeah and it's a ufo and your whole world is going to be like the visitors from above has come to help right. us yeah i mean and like he forced them to join the federation pretty much if you're a fan of star trek it feels like it's colonizing the prime directive oh yeah although it serves as a very easy like plot device like it gives them a reason for having to do crazy things like dress like the 1930s and stuff mm. like that it also makes a lot of sense yeah and we see why in this episode because when cultures who have not like advanced enough to be like peaceful and harmonic like they shouldn't have technology that can blow up their entire planet right and uh so like keeping yourselves out of those affairs becomes important and this is what happens when that doesn't happen and pike just doubles down at every opportunity he's like Mm -hmm. we're gonna admit that we're humans and then he's like, we're going to show them the Enterprise. We're going to tell them about our entire Earth history. And then at the end, it's like, yeah, not great. So now yeah. you have this planet that like right now isn't blowing themselves up, but who knows what will happen tomorrow. Right. Uh, and I love that. Yeah. They're just like, we're going to institute this prime directive thing. And that sticks around. <laughs> yeah. I just think that it's cool that they devoted their first episode to that to be like, hey, this is why we have this thing, guys. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There are a couple things that I really like because I didn't get as far as like I'm sure you guys did in Discovery, but 
Um, I thought the Enterprise looked awesome. Um, the interiors, I thought, looked really cool. <clears throat> so the Enterprise on Discovery was pretty much this, but they made this look a little bit like cooler yeah. because it's its own show. Right, right. So it is pretty much what it looked like <laughs> on Discovery. Yeah, it looked really cool. Um, didn't love the actor for Spock. I thought he was fine, but um, yeah, I think agreed. I think his voice. I think he his pulls, voice is I, great. I, his he tone pulls is great. off like the presence, but yeah. he doesn't look anything like Spock no. at all. That's not even an issue for me. It's that he's too Vulcan. Uh, maybe yeah. he's got growth that's going to happen before the character ends up on the original series, but Spock in the original series. Well, I mean, a lot of that is from Discovery. They show Spock's backstory, so you'll have to see that. No, but I mean his mannerisms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's very cold. He's very, like, logical. By the time we get to Spock on the original series, like, it's funny that he's logical and unfeeling and stuff, mm -hmm. but really, he's still, like, cracking jokes and swashbuckling and arguing with Kirk, and none of that feels like this character. Yeah. Um. He feels Maybe more that's like the point to Paul or like the full blooded Vulcans to me than anything. Mm -hmm. However, fully endorse what you guys were saying about the enterprise itself. And I, I, I go as far as to say like all the design in this show feels re like even more successful than the JJ Abrams movie feels like it really captured like the cool swinging 60s mm -hmm. nature of the original especially series. when they're in like was it the captain's quarters where they had like the fireplace yep. and then the bar it was just it felt very like hip 60s what yeah. what the 60s thought the future would be like right like swanky james bond and it's like yes yeah. i know it's a prequel it does look more futuristic it's 60 years later make it yeah, look cool i don't want to see boring stuff. even the uniforms and stuff the way they're cut feel like the original series. I yeah. think it really did a good job of that. I, I enjoyed that. But yeah, I, I don't love Spock. Um, Pike is great. Pike is really good. I like Pike. I mean, the whole story with him seeing his death was that brings a whole nother cool. morality to it. Right. It mortality. Um, I assume that something happened to discovery to initiate that. Um, I but don't I, think so. I think this is new for the show. Well, they talked about creating a time warp in a black hole. Well, yeah, no, that happened. But that's what I mean. I don't think anything. We haven't seen why he's having these flash forwards. Well, I think he got a glimpse of his future, and now he's just right. dealing with that, and he's right. seeing it in reflection and stuff. The makeup in those sequences is really cool because it looks how he looks, Pike looked. Yeah, yeah, but like more gruesome. He's like melting. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. There's one other thing. Yeah, I don't know if I got a real sense of Pike, Pike's style. He mm. kind of seems like a quieter Kirk, like a more solemn Kirk or something. Maybe that's well, what he's well, going to be. You also see a lot of his actions, too. Like everything that he did is because why they made the prime directive or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I think he's kind of a cool captain. Um, I do agree. He does seem a lot like Kirk. But um, also, who's this Kirk that uh, joins the Enterprise at the end? Is it his dad? Sam or? Kirk. Yeah, I believe, so right? I looked brother? it up because he's his brother. Oh, okay. Because he's I'm not Chris Hemsworth. I'm not no. well versed in Kirk family history. Yeah, I didn't know. So either. I just looked it up on Wikipedia and apparently he's his brother. But gotcha. He's going to be. Oh, uh, we know Kirk's dad is Tiberius, right? I don't know. I don't know. Isn't That's that his middle name. Yeah, I know, but I thought, oh, no, that was his grandpa's <laughs> name. Yes. Don't know, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of legacy characters in here. Supposedly, he's already cast for season two. Who? James Kirk. Oh, yeah. Jim I'm not Kirk. surprised. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to like, a lot I'm concerned about. 
What are you concerned about? Just talk to us, Dan. Open up. I mean, I already said it. <laughs> I don't like Spock, and Spock's my favorite character from the original series, so that's a tough well, thing I mean, for that, me to get it's over. It's one of those things that's like really hard to recast Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Spock in this. Also, like, I wonder if he's... See, in the cage, he's pretty much like uh, Pike's right-hand man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I feel that yet. He he mm. he has number one. Yeah, and I even like that newer character that's now the head of security. And Jimmy, they did do it, but it's supposed to be a different continuity, so it, you could disbelieve it more. This is the right. same character, right? So yeah, I don't know. Uh, All right, we, we watched one episode. Yeah, we watched one as of recording. Only one episode is out right now. There is some discovery stuff you guys haven't seen, but right. yeah, I'm just gonna ask because I have to ask myself as well. Mm. Were we talked into? Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Yes. yes. Wait, what did you say? What did you say? Yes. Oh, okay. We all, we said, all yes. said yes. I didn't yeah. know if somebody said a no. No, yeah. I really liked it. I liked it. I like it. Honestly, I think it started off way stronger than Discovery started off. So do I. Yeah, for sure. Um, I like that it seems like it's going to be more episodic. It is. one hundred. They. Yeah. I mean, they said that. It's right. not a secret. Um, definitely like that. And obviously, there's going to be like some sort of overarching plot. Very similar to like Doctor Who. Um, but yeah, I think the cast is really good besides some like uh, some characters. But um, really like the Enterprise. Really like the era that it's set in. Um, I've listened to my friend Drew kind of talk about this and he says it kind of feels a little bit like fan fiction and I, I can kind of see where he people comes use that, that excuse all the time for long lasting franchises for sure yeah because it's either fan fiction this this is the complaint oh this is just fan fiction or the writer has no idea about the legacy right. and history of the show well, well when you're I'd a, rather have fan when fiction. you're a generation yeah. removed from the exactly. original it, it is fan fiction because the people hopefully were fans growing up right right and yeah. if they're not then now. you get then they don't know anything about this character they never watched but i think before. i can understand what jimmy's friend is yeah is pointing to which is that there's a lot of legacy characters smushed in here where maybe there doesn't need to be like right Maybe there's more coming for Aurora, but we only got like one line of dialogue in this. I'm episode. sure there is more yeah. coming. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how I kind of feel about it. Although I am very excited about it and um, I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm torn because I really did enjoy it. But are you laying naked on the floor? No, okay. uh, I'm Natalie and Brulliard. Uh I feel like this feels so good good to me like as far as like it feels like a real connection to the original series right in ways that a lot of stuff that is claimed to be that doesn't mm. like the vibe of it really felt like an episode of the original series which i appreciate Agreed. that's like some of my favorite star trek however the other side of me is like i really do like discovery and i have been watching my way through it i just started season two so i think what i'm gonna do is Put this on the back burner. Let the episodes pile up until that's, I get to them. <laughs> that's what you said about Discovery five years ago. I'm still watching oh. Discovery slowly but surely. Yes. I just watched an episode last week. Oh, if you had finished season two, you would have been totally caught up. Of Discovery? Aren't there four seasons? No, I mean, to the point of Strange New Worlds. Oh, this takes place after season two? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe I'll, when I get to the end of season two, I'll start this. Yeah. I thought I had to watch four seasons of Discovery. No, no. This. Season four... I still have a few episodes to go. Me and my wife just started watching it again the other night. Not as great. Not it's yeah, fine. It's kind of falling off. Yeah, it's just like well, that eh. makes me feel better actually because 
I'm more into this than I am Discovery. Yeah. But I want to like get the full back. I've heard a lot of people saying that they're more excited for for Strange New Worlds because Discovery kind of fell off. Mm Mm-hmm. I still, but they said they've been saying that before season four even started. Yeah. Season two is the the big like Spock Red Angel season. Okay, uh, and then three is totally different. And which we'll know. I think you're kind of spoiled on this event of the temporal black hole season happens. Two. Season two. Yep. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. I'm definitely talked into it. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see myself watching this. Um, like I said, there's a few characters. Pike is cool, but I want to see more. Spock, yeah, got to see a lot more to make yeah. me like him a lot. But the whole vibe of the show is really fun. If it's going to stay pre- predominantly episodic, I really like that, too. I miss those days of Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm glad that it's picked up for another season already. Oh, it is? Cool. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I wish Pike kept that beard, though. So massive. Yeah, it would have been cool. Very hot. Has there <laughs> been a bearded captain? Cisco? Did he have a beard? I was it a goatee? So. Janeway? Janeway yeah. is a beard. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I don't that's not true. It's not a beard. <laughs> you just said something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Riker had a beard. Sometimes he was acting captain. Jimmy. Now you're reaching. What? <laughs> all right, guys. Well, next episode we are going to be talking about Dan's favorite Star Trek of all time. Yeah, we are. That's a big claim, but I support it. It is. Most people listening to this won't support it. <laughs> it's everyone's favorite. <laughs> Enterprise. Yeah. Jimmy, you watch this show too. You enjoy it? Yes, I do. And we don't have a lot of guests on the show, but Dan actually got. I pulled a biggie, guys. He pulled the big boy. Yeah. Guys, behind the scenes, I shoot my shot, right? You I take a stab at stuff. You contacted God Wait, and you were like, can I just, have Gene Roddenberry on my podcast? <laughs> a lot please? of times I shoot a shot. Nothing comes of it. Jimmy and Jeff, they're not confrontational people. No, I'm not. No. I'm not a shot shooter. So they poo poo it. They're like, whatever, whatever. When I say that, oh, I sent a message to so-and-so. Well, one out of a thousand times it worked. <laughs> and I landed a big guest for this upcoming episode. Like we couldn't even get Beetlejuice. No. Well, Beetlejuice is a huge guest. He is a, that is a big guest. Yeah. Uh, but guys, to talk Jeff into Star Trek Enterprise, I was able to interview my favorite actor on my favorite Star Trek. Dr. Phlox himself, John Billingsley, is going to be joining us in the Ooh, next episode. Oh, I have no Hell idea yeah. who that character is. Jim. Yeah. He's I'm cool. excited for this. He's good, right? Oh, yeah. He's great. Had a great time talking to him. Great interview. Uh, you're going to hear it in our next episode. We're going to watch the two-part two part premiere, Broken Bow, of Star Trek Enterprise. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Check it out. Watch along. Get into it. A lot of people overlook this series, but I think it's worth it to check it out. Jeff, yeah. in the meantime, where can people find the podcast? People can go to TalkMeInto.com if you still use websites. You can find all of our episodes there, links to our social media. We're on Instagram at TalkMeIntoPod. We are on TikTok at TalkMeInto, where we mostly just post TikToks about soda, because we also have a show on YouTube called Soda Discussions, where every Thursday, Dan and I try out some sodas that are good, some sodas that are bad, some sodas that are in the cultural zeitgeist. A lot of Mountain Dew flavors, and Dan gives three out of ten, because that's just his <laughs> style it's default it's really fun it's idol animation go watch it you can see our beautiful faces <laughs> do this but while drinking soda i watch every episode with my parents and every single episode my dad goes is jeff's face red 
<laughs> yeah, I've had rosacea for 20 years. I'm like, yep, that I've known him. Still but, just as red as yeah, last still week. My face. And my mom, I was telling you guys off mic, I was talking to her last night, and she's like, I started watching the Dan broadcast, and I was like, what are you talking about? Where you're drinking root beer floats, and I'm like, all right, well, because of the context, I understand it. It wasn't root beer floats, but also she just calls videos with me and Dan the Dan broadcast. The Dan she's broadcast. right. She officially crossed over from old to elderly. So, <laughs> so that's great. We're changing the name of it to So Discussion, starring J- Dan with Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Dan, where can people find you online? You can find me starring in So Discussions on YouTube, as Jeff said, but also check me out on Twitter, Danny underscore Breakdown. My band, we got new music coming out. We're called Disqualifier. Does the song go like... Nope. Does it go like... Nope. Does it go... Yeah, actually, that's... Oh, yeah, that's... Okay, cool. Can I get a writing credit on that? Yeah. No, we stole it from you. Disqualify wherever you listen to music. Jimmy, how about you? You can find me at Son of a Fitch, S-O-N-N-A-V-A-F-I-T-C-H, on Twitter. Jeff, where can you find Does it go like this? S-O-N-N-A-V-A-F-I-T-C-H on Twitter. It goes, the system is down. The system is down. You can find me on Twitter at Jeff. goes, I'm just pillow talking with a bitch. J-E-F-F. FFF27, that's Jeff with five Fs, the number 27. You can find me tweeting about Doctor Who. And Weirdle. You can find me tweeting about Weird Al. <laughs> you can find me tweeting about how Republicans are bad people. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What will we talk you into next? Been a long road. <laughs> I don't understand that reference. <laughs> Yeah, I could start it. Let me know when we're good. Uh, Let me find a fun fact. (laughs) This is definitely called Strange New Worlds, right? Right Because I've got the name wrong several times. Uh, I could Google it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Jeff, did you actually want to read that stupid spam thing, or were you just kidding? No, that was just funny. Okay, I thought so. I thought it was a real review at first. It was like, stop listening. And I was like, oh. (laughs) I agree. Yes. And then I expanded it. Strange new worlds. Okay, are we good? Yep. Do we have to clap? No, we don't. We're in the same room. Yeah, you know where um, my exposure to Slack was? Mm-hmm. When I was a um, young warthog. Yeah. When I was a young warthog! When I was a patron of... Um... Joanna Robinson. Yep, the, sto- <laughs> the Storm, when it was still a Game of Thrones podcast. Got it. They had a patron-only um, Slack, and it was oh. very fun. It was like Twitter, but no dicks. Oh. It was like all cool people who were interested in the same stuff. I thought you meant actual penises, yeah. I which mean, you can I see on Twitter dicks. as well. But they would just have like, it was like Reddit for like cool people. And nobody was an asshole because there was an oversight because like they knew who you are because of Patreon. So it was like, if right. you like started like saying creepy shit to women or whatever they would just be like hey you you're done i had a few people say that this last episode of so discussion was very funny oh that's good the nitro one yeah i liked it a lot too my parents good. did when we recorded it, i was like that was fine but that was like we well were jimmy's edits jimmy's helped edit a lot really good. i don't remember what i did stuff were real funny <laughs> whenever you do the god chair, damn it <laughs> yeah. lock her oh, up yeah, yeah.
<laughs> yeah, the cheering is really good. I was so glad that I had that shirt on in that episode, though, because all of your jokes made it seem like we were super conservative. So yeah. I was like, oh, they're going to know we're joking. What shirt did you have on? Save the world, punch a Nazi. Uh, was it that shirt? Yeah, yeah. it was. Oh, I don't remember. Jimmy even zoomed in yeah, on I it. Yeah, I did, yeah. There was one real creepy zoom where you caught me like not paying attention and you just like go right to my eyes. I was like, those are my favorite. (laughs) There was one episode. Oh, I went to Richie's the other day and he wanted to show Richie an episode. So they watched the entire (laughs) 15 minute ginger ale episode. And at the very end, we're just staring at the camera like this and you zoom in on my face and I'm just like, (laughs) is that the one where we switched which camera we were looking at? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Richie's like, wow, this is really good. How do I look you up? <laughs> Poor Richie, dude. I've told my <laughs> so uncle this like twenty Yoda. times. I, I type in soda, soda discussions, and Eric is like, "Richie, just come here. It's easy." That's really funny. You guys want to hear something f- that happened yesterday? Yes. Sure. So Obviously. this doesn't have anything to do with me, but um, there's a show that I watch. It's called Soda uh, Soda Discussions. It's called Super Mega. There's those guys that I met like a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. or not a couple weeks ago, a years couple ago? years ago. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait. Yeah. Um. So, like, a couple months ago, they were like, hey, we know we haven't been uploading lately. Like, there's this weird thing going on. We'll talk about it later. And then it came out yesterday. There's a court document that they are suing their old employee for embezzling $61,000 of money. Yeah. And, like, he was, like, their friend or whatever that they let the – had the company card. And the expenses are hilarious. It's, like, going to the San Diego Zoo (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> and the best part about it is like you see because the court documents have like evidence or whatever and it's like a screenshot of the san diego zoo saying like fulfilling my lifetime dream of seeing the koalas <laughs> and it's like four hundred dollars it's like he bought a persona vinyl set for like four hundred dollars or whatever he did this over two years sixty one thousand dollars like doing that for a bunch of little shit like that yeah like going to prison yeah. Also, imagine doing that and not thinking you're going to get caught. Yeah. That's not even good embezzling. Right. Like, usually, like, corporate embezzlement, they move it into an account that seems legitimate. So, right. at least, like, you get past the first glance. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's very easy to be like, why was the company card used to go to a zoo? Right. Yeah, no, it got messed up. How did it last that long? Why don't they just be like, there's fraudulent activity? They, I don't know. No, he probably had the right to use it. Uh, yeah. But the other guys had no oversight. They weren't like checking the receipts. Right. I'm sure they have like a an accountant or something that eventually caught whiff of like, was like why are you guys spending? This, yeah. Or no one caught whiff and they just like got randomly audited by the IRS and yeah. then shit came out. That happens right. a lot. Yeah, who knows? Or they could have not had an accountant and then hired one and he looked at it and was like, problems. No, yeah. It's like it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. What? Your microphone? Is that how it usually is? Yeah, that's all right. Okay. Yeah. I I just feel bad. They're like my age. Like having yeah, that a company sucks. and shit. Yeah. You, there's a point in the point already passed for you where your age is actually just old. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, there, yeah. Like, that's true. I guess like, I'm, I'm 10 now. years older than Kurt Cobain. That's. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. You old bastard. Or like, you know, he was 27 club. Right? Jimmy's like right around that age where he's just, you can't say like. He's so young. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Are we recording? Yeah, we are. That whole conversation was recorded. Here's something really dark. The older you get, the older it becomes acceptable to say they were young when someone dies. So mm. when you're 28 yeah. 
and someone dies who's 35 everyone's like they're so young well 35 yeah. is still young if you're yeah. if you're 25 and somebody who's 50 <laughs> dies you're like well they were old but now this is I'm what like, i'm saying yeah when you're 35 and yeah. someone 50 dies then you're like they're so young and i then, recently heard somebody yeah. i was walking out of work yesterday and there were two people walking one person i don't know who they were they were like a supervisor or something in his 60s probably then there was another guy walking next to him and they were talking this guy looked beat up by life i would have guessed 55 <laughs> 60 maybe and then he said something's like i'm no spring chicken and the guy's like how old are you he was like 46 and i was like that's only 10 years older than me <laughs> and he looks like he's on death's door yeah but like howard stern who's like in his 60s when like someone dies who's like 70 he's like they're so young and i'm like eh. i mean a little young i try to, like, to put, the average. i try to put it in perspective of like when my grandparents died yeah you know like if you're 78 that that's like the the old and young like if you die older than 78 you're old mm. oh 78 high Jeff. it's still high i think like 70 is like the cutoff because i yeah. think of like the national average well, think which of, is like 72 you think of gilbert gottfried and you're like oh he's so young but like he was 67 that's almost the cut your cutoff. yeah yeah that was a bummer yep all right cool great outtakes 